today on ABC Devo, Big Mess. Welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension to Wiggly World. I'm John Engel. I'm Pete Three Taylor. I'm Joe Mazel. And I'm Tom Taylor. And today we're talking about Big Mess from the 1982 album, Oh No, It's Devo. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, it's a good thing. thing. It's a good thing. Everybody wants a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, this the the uh, the look, the the design, the feel of this album, the of concepts, cotton, the fabric of our lives. Exactly. Um, this is a strong. Uh, this is a strong album, kind of uh, graphically, visually, representation. Like you know, they, Devo. We've ta- we mentioned this before that they have a, you know, they they had a strong look and and a new kind of uh, visual theme, kind of for each album more or less um and this is a this is a good one this is an interesting one mm-hmm. yeah it's very unique very unique um yeah the, you know as far as their graphic design uh aspirations you know some of the members of devo might have even been more interested in that than they were in uh, musical endeavors but that's probably a conversation we we'll get into some other time but you know these guys these are art students you know these this is as much about what they were trying to do at the beginning as as the music was so you're always going to get very interesting album covers very interesting approaches to their marketing and um yeah this is a crazy one though this is definitely a standout as far as their album covers are concerned and speaking of standout their al- the actual album has a has a Stand for it. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, you can pop out the back and stand it yep. up. Yeah. Which is how it was displayed in my room in high school. Oh nice. Right. Yeah, I was super cool because if there's anything people loved in 1991, it was Devo. <laughs> oh, hanging with Joe, he's got that record just sort of standing up on his desk. <laughs> he's the coolest kid around. <laughs> Yo, I that, hear he likes Devo. comic books. <laughs> Yeah, not only was it a nerdy thing, but it was a nerdy thing from nine years before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even cool with the cool with the uncools. Oh no, not, like not, not whatsoever. But you're cool with me. Aw, I, I didn't know you then. But yeah, exactly. I, but we had to meet when I was 22 to really yeah. like make that work. Exactly. Um, but yeah, big mess. Yeah. Uh, did not know. Until um, just recently, although I, I maybe I recall you telling me this at some point, Joe. Unless unless you didn't know this, either, that the uh, the basis of this song is a series of letters uh, written by a guy calling himself Cowboy Kim, um, who may have been mentally disabled and or schizophrenic. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. having uh, some problems, uh, but wrote just like a series of of really and and it. In doing this research, I actually just you know saw somebody put in a scan of of one of the letters, and it, it's it's taken almost verbatim uh, oh, wow. for some of this, just directly from those letters. Uh, yeah, they were sent into a like a, a radio station in L.A. I think, right? It was actually what I have is that there was a an office that managed fan mail for celebrities, huh. and 
they knew some the Devo guys knew some people that worked there, so they would get this inside information about crazy fan mail sometimes. And I think specifically, these guys were working um, going through uh, game show hosts' mail, right. fan mail, <laughs> and this is what uh, Cowboy Kim was apparently writing this to a to a game show host. I don't know who. We can all guess. Huh. Martindale probably, right? So, <laughs> so that's what, and, and sort of seems to be bragging about being somewhat of a, a game show host, a radio game show or something. It's really hard to decipher exactly what this guy is writing yeah, about I here, can but. just tell you, the cowboy hat is my working hat on show business in reality. <laughs> I'm a lover. Kim's show is a super one. I am Mr. Reality. My cowboy hat is my radio broadcasting work hat. The cowboy hat is the hat for being head boss of show business. Yeah, you can see, you can just imagine, like, anybody from Devo just seeing this and just almost, like, laying down on the floor and just cradling it back and forth. They're like, oh, this is gold. This yeah. is just what we want. This is just what we're looking for. This is fantastic. Let's please write a song immediately. Well, I, I find the juxtaposition of these two lines uh, from one of the letters. I am a lucky cowboy. I am Mr. Reality. <laughs> That's <laughs> chilling, and it's very yeah. Lynchian to me. That's yeah. like yeah. straight out of yeah. Mulholland Drive. You know? yeah. So, um, yeah, I can see why this would have caught their attention and, uh, and spawned a song because yeah. this is yeah, this is interesting stuff. I feel slightly guilty for laughing about it because this right. person probably was seriously troubled, whoever wrote this, but. Uh, it's very interesting. Well, I mean, he is the busy celebrity cowboy. I mean, he is the boss. He's the head boss of show business. Yeah. So we shouldn't feel yep. too bad for him, I guess. No, that guy's going to make mint. Yeah. No, yeah, before I knew anything about these letters, I always assumed it was like they were had some beef with some morning zoo type DJ or something, and they were just kind of ripping on him or something. But right. uh, this is a better story. Yeah, I, I thought it was something similar, that they were either, you know, lampooning a specific, you know, roasting a specific guy or just kind of making this, you know, amalgam character of, you know, yeah. maybe they were felt kind of bitter about radio play that they weren't, were or weren't getting or something like that. Mm. But that turns out it's it's got a weird, uh, different story. Yeah. I always thought it was like... Similar to Comeback Johnny, some sort of like riff on mid-century culture that I just wasn't getting because I was not born in the mid-century. Right. Um, yeah, and there were, and it was just like you know basically referencing old westerns on TV or something like that, um, and then juxtaposing that with with uh, radio disc jockeys for whatever reason. Didn't do a lot of thinking growing up. <laughs> I don't think we have to take it so literally as to think that the whole song is just about the letters either. I think mm-hmm. that they were just kind of using that as a framework, using some of the lines. But I, I think actually, uh, Joe, that you might be on the money a little bit there because they they did in, they did kind of see the your basic American, your citizen, your whatever as. They like to use cowboy motifs with that, right? Obviously, with Whippet, they did. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the mm-hmm. kind of beer-swilling, mustache-wearing, douchebag kind of thing. So I think that there's still that bit of theme running under this, but they're using this letter to kind of inform that and frame it. So I think there's a little bit of, of everything mm-hmm. that you guys are saying in the song. And it, and it might specifically be, yeah, why not take a, a stab at the radio disc jockeys? They didn't particularly like a lot of them, <laughs> fact. So uh, I imagine there's a Every, what everybody's interpretation is is probably all fits into this song. 
Yeah, and it could be that's part of why it resonated with them when they saw the you know when the the letters. They were uh, it it pushed them enough to be like, oh, we we got to make this into a song because of <laughs> yeah. all those notes. Yeah, um, you know, to, it evoked that in their minds, and then they kind of you know uh, digested that for the for the listener. <laughs> I did want to point out something. You know, occasionally on the weekend editions, I've mentioned uh, these old four-track recordings. We'd make these. My friends and I would make these four-track albums back in the mid '90s. And this uh, story about the letters reminded me. We did an entire album once based on this notebook that our friend, who was a uh, bass player in this other band that we were, had going on, his family had a notebook that sat on the kitchen table that was for everyone to pass notes to each other, you know, as, like, I believe the mom worked nights at the hospital and the dad worked the days and everybody had to pass information. And my friend, uh, one of my friends that d- did all the recording and played guitar, uh, stole this, like, horribly stole this <laughs> notebook, and we cut an entire album based on the notes. We actually, every every song was a note from that notebook and i thought man this is exactly what something like we would have done back then but um and then we made this entire album based on our friend's notebook and he was extremely angry with us he was not happy he did not was not a fan of this album at all he felt it was a it was a bit of an invasion i give it to him i give it to him i I need everyone to know that it was my turn to take out the garbage guys (laughs) that was private The, the 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 like single, you know, if you were going to pull a single off that album, was about their uh, their dog having gotten their shots that its shots oh. that day, and oh. you know how it was responding to those shots and so on. It was it made for really good song material. Sounds like a positive uh, message that people need to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you will never hear them. Those tapes are lost <laughs> to time. Oh well. Well, More maybe eventually, if this you know if the show is successful enough, then we'll have we'll be releasing ABC Devo hardcore, and we'll go back and. Yeah. Play all the, you know, have love snippets <laughs> from all this early stuff that we recorded. Right. And like every song we reference, you know, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. 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 It's going to go on forever. Mm. Um, so obviously, if you are Devo and you um, released a song that was taken from the from the writings of somebody who was, you know, obviously mentally kind of, you know, imbalanced, uh, um, not quite, you know, not quite with it. Uh, I believe the term is maniac. Yeah. Um, what's What's obviously the next step? What would you What What you know? You look at those lyrics. You look at the the genesis of this song, and you say to yourself, "Children should sing this." Obviously, <laughs> because this track was also on Devo 2.0. Wow! You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes! I believe there was only one uh, changed lyric too, right? Yeah. Instead of uh, "I'm a boy with a gun." Uh, I'm a girl having fun. Yeah, I'm a girl having fun. <laughs> um, which is doesn't change the meaning of the song. Doesn't change much about the song. It's yeah. that, that I'm okay with. Um, but it's it's a weird choice to be. I mean, maybe that was like a little uh, you know, uh, quid pro quo, quid pro quo, or something like that. Where it's like, all right, well, we'll change the entire meaning of beautiful world, but we get to include a couple of songs that we want, like you know, right. I don't maybe it's a weird choice and it's it's interesting to say the least I don't know I I don't understand like they have a kid saying that they are a big mess 
It's very strange. Like, <laughs> yeah. how so, yeah. young lady? How so are you a big mess? That's very uh, odd. I mean, it seems like a real missed opportunity. She could have been saying, I made a big mess, and mom made yeah. me clean it up. Right. How about that? There's, the there's some better thing. I put away my toys. Yeah. That's yeah, that is the most important thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of get that. I mean, just taking the song just like musically on its own, I can kind of see how it would fit in with the whole 2.0 thing. It's like a, it's a, I don't want to say bouncy, but it's like, it's, it's got a, it's got a kid-like energy to it. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of propulsive and, 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 you know, I, I can kind of see them, you know, thinking that would be a good fit for that age group and stuff. But yeah, the subject matter <laughs> and the lyrics are a little weird for that. I don't know. It, it does kind of fit that I mean, where we just uh, I think we were talking about this off the air uh, in the green room, but the uh, <laughs> the the kind of kid friendliness of of Devo to a certain extent, mm-hmm. um, where they have these things that are fairly you know simple on the surface, and you know this uh, this totally fits into that. a couple of things on Ono kind of fit into that, and this is I mean they're know, talking about cowboys for go- for gosh sakes yeah. yeah. Cowboys, cowboys, you know, and, and literally, you know, the most important thing, I put away my toys and you mm-hmm. know, I wear a cowboy hat and, you know, uh, you know, it's it's all kind of, it's not terribly abstract, it's slightly, you know, disjointed, but not really abstract. You know, it's not, he's not talking about, you know, feelings or anything necessarily. He's just talking about things that kids can like latch on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so maybe it's a good choice for that. But it, it again, just interesting <laughs> I'm it becomes super literal in that, in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But I don't know. Well, so so, where do we stand? You know, this is in that original kind of. You know, this is in my my original canon. This is kind of within the the kind of the main original push of Devo. Oh no, mm-hmm. it's Devo is, is um, mm-hmm. you know, certainly part of that. It's, it's on that wave still. Um, how do you guys feel about this song? I um, this is. Well, I was going to say this is one of like the first surprises for me of doing this, you know, ABC, you know, approach to Devo. But uh, it's not, I mean, I, I knew I liked this song, uh, and you know, I like this whole record, and I knew I liked this song. But listening to it now for this, I was like, oh my god, this is a great song. <laughs> I love this song. I'm going to listen to this over and over, and I did. I, I played it for my son, and 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 we just started wrestling. We started wrestling to this song, and I just kept playing it over and over and over again and beating each other up. Brought you to violence. Anyway, my son's in the hospital now, but the point is. But he loved going there. He had a great time getting to the hospital listening to Big Mess. I had the exact same response, Tom. Exactly the same. I've listened to this album a million times. You also beat up Tom's son. We need to talk about that, John. That was out of line. I I didn't. This song, my mind always kind of went through this song when I was listening to the album, I guess. It didn't really, like, latch on to me. as a standout track Uh, I always liked it fine but now that yeah listening to it isolated like this it really stood out to me I like it a lot more than I remember liking it before so I'm with you did you give a letter grade I didn't I don't know if we were there yet (laughs) are we there yet Pete you're the the decider I don't know we might as well since we're here I'm gonna I'll just give it an A oh look at you come on It's a great. I love the song. I, I, I would. I wish I was listening to it right now. I'm having a fine time talking to you guys about it, but I, I would love to be listening to this song right now. I'm giving it an A. Hmm. You know what? I gave it an A minus. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I always liked it, like I said, but man, now that I've listened to it a bunch of times, I, I love it. But I'm not quite to go, quite ready to go A with it. But hmm. it's it's a solid A minus. So you're saying you're not here to go. 
Waka waka. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta confess, I also gave it an A. I, you know, after our first batch of recordings, there was a part of me that kind of asked myself, do I actually like Devo? <laughs> and uh, between our last episode of Beautiful World and this of A Big Mess, I have to say, yes, I do. They have some good songs, don't they? <laughs> yes. And when you actually hear, you know what? If, um, if however this, if however it would work that the, order of Devo songs, a different title, so on and so forth, and this was like the fifth song after, you know, half the tracks on the first album, I'd be like, ah, oh, this is a B. But I gotta give it an A, and a lot of that comes a lot of that comes from, look how bad they got. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a backhanded A. It's a passive-aggressive A from Joe Maisel. Right. The, the album yeah. that gets generated by arranging all the tracks alphabetically does this ju- more justice than uh, mm. its actual spot on the uh what track is this on oh no do we uh oh no i don't know <laughs> i think it's f- five or six it's the second track on side two so it's mm. seven seven overall all right um and yeah i, I think it does i mean I, I don't know you know we could hypothetically go back and try to you know rearrange oh no or something if we wanted to but i i think it does maybe suffer from where it's spotted like maybe it gets a little buried uh it's after patterns and before speed racer um i don't know because I, I i also like i never really you know I, I never hated this song but i didn't you know i didn't have strong feelings about it i don't think one way or the other mm-hmm. uh, but now knowing the story behind it and you know like I think I like it maybe musically more than lyrically. Like, it's got a cool little, you know, it's got a cool upbeat um, riff thing going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it, it sticks to landing, certainly. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't fade out. It ends up that way. <laughs> and that's it. We're done. So, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I, I, far be it from me to, uh, to keep this from the mixtape. So I'll give it an A-. minus. Uh, I do like right. it. Not uh, not necessarily one of my favorites yet, but certainly up there in a, in a really good, enjoyable song. So I'll I'll, I'll give it an A minus. We'll add this to the mixtape. All right. Wow, I did not expect that <laughs> at all, but that's cool. That's great. Two like tracks so in a row on the mixtape. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> I bet this trend will continue for our next episode. <laughs> uh, well, before we before we get to the next episode, I wanted to do the. Uh, uh, the Spotify thing again. They're not paying for this. I wish we should we should call them or something. Yeah, you really should uh, <laughs> yeah. change that. What is yeah. it Just say you're using the, the the Devo computer or something. Just so you're, you're not using Spotify. You're just doing a uh, the Devotron you know, five thousand. Yeah, down in the recombinant DNA lab. Yeah, if we call uh, them, maybe they'll give us point <laughs> zero zero six three four cents per time we mention Spotify. <laughs> that would be great. Now, now we're raking it in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I built a, did a, you know, went to the song radio for Big Mess and it, it mm-hmm. created a, a mixtape basically based off this. And, uh, after Big Mess, the next song up was Tour de France by Kraftwerk. Hey. Kraftwerk just I came up uh, again in the green room, but, uh, uh, Tour de France, a tap to a tape. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's basically like the bonus beats and stuff from Tour de France where they. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I. Have. 
I think I know maybe a little bit because I do have a small synth report on this. Uh, oh, oh boy, on the song as well. And I say small, I, basically because it was impossible to get the the verified information on this. But from the research I did and talking to a few people, I'm, I'm starting to assemble a bit of a, of a synth team of experts that are helping me out with this. So uh, we kind of came to the conclusion that this, uh, like a lot of songs on Oh No, It's Devo and a, and a few of the songs on New Traditionalist, is, it's the product of a double mini Moog. So basically you have a baseline Moog and then you have your synth line. And it's a two different Moogs, as I understand it, that are keyboardless, but you use a keyboard that's linked to both of them, and then you run the bass line with one hand and the synth line with the other. Now, I, I want to throw this out there to anyone listening that knows more about this than me. We'd love to hear back from you on this, and maybe we'll report back on this later. But this is the information I was able to get, and this is also something Kraftwerk did a lot, um, especially using mini Moog uh, technology from back in the early 70s so um yeah that's the little synth report for this one but like i said anybody out there that is more expert on this than i am which is almost anybody please <laughs> report back and tell me if i'm wrong or how i'm wrong or give us the uh the actual information so you think it's two two synths running in sync basically like running running two different loops two different yeah. patterns uh, yeah there's two patterns one that's that's more oriented towards the bass so, right. so that's what uh, Jerry used a lot to do the bass lines. You'll see, you could see him doing it in the Whippet video, as I understand right. it. And then with the other hand, you're getting those the more melodic lines that that they're playing that the that you're getting with the synth sounds in this uh, particular song. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. That makes me yeah. like it more. I don't know if that would have been enough to push it up to an A. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't do it now because we don't even know if any of that's true. Right, so. right, right. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess at the, we should save all the... Next time, we'll save the ratings for after we reveal all the information. Okay. All right, yeah. Because, you know, you could have been like, you know, this song was played on two flayed cats. And I would be like, oh, God, oh, I hate oh, this. they shouldn't have done that. Oh. <laughs> that takes down to an A-. minus. <laughs> just a touchdown like it's like, yeah. oh that's terrible uh, let's knock off two two points on yeah. <laughs> one for each cat yeah <laughs> um all right well i'm glad uh i'm glad we like that i'm glad that made it onto the mixtape because that was like like you said i think that was unexpected somewhat mm-hmm. but uh but this is the, the the gems that get revealed when we do this alphabetically like this um, it's a voyage of discovery for all of us indeed that's right uh, well, if you if anybody have anything else for Big Mess before we uh, call it a day, I don't. Not me. All right, I'm good. Well, uh, then we will call it a day. And if uh, if you'd like to come back another day and hear us, uh, we've uh, we've got episodes on the weekend that you can only access uh, for if you support us on Patreon. The weekend mutation. We're discussing all their non-album tracks. Um, and uh, follow us on Twitter, ABC Devo. Um, you can look us up on Facebook. I'm sure we've got something going on there. And uh, we, otherwise, we'll be back uh, on Tuesday uh, of next week with the big picture, specifically a song called "The Big Picture," <laughs> not the movie with no, Kevin not, Bacon, not right. the MTV uh, film criticism show. <laughs> <laughs> so join us then. See ya. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.